All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the House. How y'all doing out there on this Monday, Monday afternoon? Hope everybody had a great weekend. Hey, we got a show for you today. We do have a show for you today. Uh, let's see, what is our show? The show is basically open mic. It's called Soapbox Monday. Y'all know how we used to do on Soapbox Monday. Whatever bother you, anything you want to talk about, today is your day. Today is your day. It doesn't matter. If you want to talk about it, today is your day to do it. That's right. And I'm sure there's a lot you want to talk about. I am sure there's a whole lot you want to talk about. Because, why? Because that's the way the world is today. There's always, always something to talk about. (laughs) And honestly, there's a lot I want to talk about too. So that's why if I know there's a lot I want to talk about, I know there's a lot you want to talk about. So that's where we are today. Also, uh, let me tell you how you're being a part of the show. The first way and the easiest way is just um, call me. That's what you do. Pick up the phone and call me at 347-838-8622. That's right. Once again, it's 347-838-8622. That's how you can be a part of the show. The chat room is open, and guess what, y'all? I actually got in the chat room. Isn't that wonderful? Ah! So the chat room is www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Okay, so, and of course, there's the emails at ericalesstalk at gmail.com and ross 24 at gmail.com. So, those are all the ways you can be a part of the show. And I look forward, I look really forward to um, hearing what you have to say. Because like I said before, today is your day to, to tell me, talk to me about what's on your mind. You know, If you got something you really want to get in that's been bugging you and it's been bothering you, today is your day. Today is your day. And I look forward to hearing from each and, one, each and every one of you. Of course, we have a song of the day. Uh, I don't know. I put down we had a um, black history moment. I have to double check there to see if we got one of those. But I know we have an inspirational saying of the day. I know that much. And let's see. That's about, that's about it. That's about it for right now. But we have a you know, talk about it. Just put it that way. And when I say there's a lot to talk about, I'm just speaking of just what has happened within the last 24 to 48 hours between tweets and, and news agency comments and things of that nature. Oh, yeah, there's a whole lot to talk about, a whole lot to talk about. But I'm sure there's other things you want to talk about out there as well. And since that is the case, that's why I came up with Soapbox Monday. Okay, y'all, don't let me get out there and just have to stand on a soapbox by myself, okay? I'm serious. But sometimes y'all leave me out there hanging with my pants now. I'm not going any further than that, but yeah. So I know some things y'all want to talk about. So feel free to call 347 838 You know, 
Yeah. And of course, I got my, my co-host, The Logical Ride, with me today, P. Ross. Um, you know, it's always good to have a co-host, I'll tell you. Uh, but, you know, because she keeps me straight. Y'all know me. I get the flying off banner, and I, I start talking crazy. And then she comes in behind me and clean it up, clean it up with her, her logical way of thinking. Because I must admit, I, I don't think logically a lot of times. I don't. Well, I'm not going to say I don't think logically. But, you know, I, I just put it out there. <laughs> I guess that's the way I have to put it, say it. I just put it out there, you know. But fortunately for me, I have a co-host that, um, um, you know, squares me away. <laughs> put it that way. Put it that way. All right. So while we wait on all that to happen, what we're going to do, we're going to go ahead and give you the, 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 the songs of the day. Yes, I say songs of the day. We got two of them for you. And, um. Yeah, but before we do, y'all know what, I, I'm kind of dragging here for a moment, y'all just give me a moment, I'll pick it, I'll pick the pace up here in a minute. Um, all right, so let's break my co-host in, P. Ross, what's up, what's you doing, how you doing, how are you today? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm good, I'm functional, I am functional, that's a good word for today, I'm functional. Yes, mm. yes. I mean, okay. I have Function. the ability. Function. Yeah, I have the ability to do whatever needs to be done. Mm. Yeah. Maybe I start a word of the day. <laughs> you know, especially no. if you're one of the articles that I want to I want to talk about. You know, they use a racial slur and then try to go behind it and invent a word. <laughs> I try uh-huh. to put my word up. I tried to look that word up. I couldn't find it nowhere. So, you know, I said, oh, man, she just made that up, man. What's wrong with her? Uh, I don't know. You're right. Make it worse, though. Okay. Now, you know I can do that, right? You know, I can can come up with some words today for you. You know, I can do that. We don't want you to make up no words. We just talk about real words. (laughs) You talk about real words? (laughs) <laughs> All right. Well, since you yeah. put it that way, I, I won't. I won't go ahead and and, and do that. Then I won't make up no words. Yeah. Don't don't expound on that today. Mm-mm, not today. Okay. We'll put that All in the category. See, we'll put that. We'll put that under the in the category with your singing of things not to do. Watch it now. Watch it now. I'm supposed to watch it now. One of these songs is going to be me getting busy, crooning and carrying. Y'all are like, oh, Lord, let's talk really can sing. I'm like, yep, see, told you. Told you I can sing. Don't play. <laughs> Don't play. All right. So, glad you got some energy. I'm going to get some, too. But, because I'm going to play some music, and we're going to be all right. All right, so. Without further ado, y'all, here it is, your songs of the day, the Force MDs, and Love is a House. And then after that, you hear Kumo D and Wow, Wow, Wes. Enjoy, baby. See y'all soon.
Angeles, downtown, 129th Street, convent, everything's upbeat, parties, ball in the park, nothing, but girls at the dark, we chill, nobody gets ill in the place, we cover hill, but if you try them, that's when they will get wild, but they don't fight, they kill, that's In the dark, I was smooth Till someone pulled the gun, it was over They spoiled my fun I was flying Just like a track star dying Nah, I ran through the backyard Trying to get in my building Saying, why in the heck won't somebody Kill them one day The fellas got together, they vowed That no one would ever come And I blocked and terrorized us The gang that used to do it Now they idolize us Guns, we don't like to use them unless
one of the greatest rappers of all time, Mr. Kumo D and Wild Wild West. Hey, I wonder how many of y'all was out there doing that dance to Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West. You know, that hop to the left, then that hop to the right. Yeah. Then that sway. Uh, I know some of y'all know what I'm talking about. For those that you don't, that don't, well, I'm sorry. Too bad you're too young. <laughs> but anyway, welcome back to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. And, uh, Man, I want to hear that song again. This is a song that got me hyped a little bit now. See, that Monday, man, I said you get that Monday blues, the songs like that just get you rolling. Yeah. But anyway, I, I got to come back down. Okay, anyway, so today is Soapbox Monday, and on Soapbox Monday, you know, we just talk about, it's basically open mic. So if there's something on your mind you want to get out, come on, today is your day. Today is your day. Uh, we 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 ain't trying. We not trying to, to tell you nothing. We just want to hear what you have to say, and we can lend a little advice to you or give our opinion that may help you understand something a little bit better. Then that's even better. Yeah, we're gonna have to do a word of the day, so that way we can continue to you know educate. And I'm I'm, I'm gonna start next week maybe. But um anyway, so P, where you at? I know you do dancing now. I know, I know you were dancing and bopping. Really, really. Yeah, you know, because you, you know that was around your time too. Now, don't act like you wasn't around your time. You know, I know you was hopping to the right, and hopping not, to the left. I'm not, I'm not saying it worked. I'm not saying it worked. Uh huh. You know, then to, then then the end the drop it off. You know, because I had I had to go and get the leather hat. And you know the big trench coat like he had. Oh yeah, you know it was it wasn't that new to walk in the club and see that going on. Yeah, y'all, I used to go to a club. Ah, mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> oh, you know. But yeah, I brought it in nice and easy though. You know, I started off with a little mellow, nice jazzy tune for us MDs. You know, that's a group many people really didn't hear of. I remember them. They stay around long, but I do remember them. No, no. You know, yeah, well, you know why, don't you? Because back in the day, everybody could sing. So if you didn't have right. anything really different to offer, you know, if you really didn't have anything different to offer, you you stayed around for a little bit. Yeah. You know, but, yeah, then, then everything, I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, I did everything when electronic and lip sync, so you know anybody can do it if you got a good show. Mm, yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So <laughs> you know, that's why I, I like the old school a lot. Yeah, yeah, I like the old school a lot. You know, yeah. I mean, because it's easy. No jokes can sing. They can sing. Because you know, let's go yeah. back for a moment. Let's think. We used to have the Jacksons, the Jackson Five. You had the Osmond <laughs> Brothers. Uh, who else you had? Um, um, the Silvers. The Silvers and them, they came oh, around that time. Oh, yeah. I remember them. Yeah. So you forgot about the Silvers, didn't you? Yeah, so you I had did. the Silvers as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, let's see. Who were some of the other groups back in that day? I don't But But, it, you know, the sound was different, but it was it the was. same at the same time. And don't forget, New Edition was still beginning to grow up and, and yeah, get into Edition competition as well. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, oh, that so. one group. I think um, that one group that was, I think, um, uh, was it a spinoff of the Silvers? I'm trying to think. They sung that one song, um, Switch. That was the name, Switch. Yeah, Switch. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I remember yeah. them. Because I'm not mistaken, yeah. Luther was a part of them at one time, wasn't he? I think that, I think cool. Luther was that was Luther's group, Luther Vandross. I think he was a part uh, of that group before he he went solo. If I'm not mistaken, so, that was that was that was the Debarge people. The one Luther was a part of was um oh god, who was Switch? People? I know who. You, no, I don't think it was okay. Switch. Because there there was and and all them they they had that one song um I call your name. Oh, yes, I remember that. I remember that. Okay. Luther was a part of some female. He was a backup female singer for... um, Before that, before that, though. Yeah. Because actually, Luther was a backup. Luther backed up um, 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 Whitney Houston's cousin. What's her name? Dion oh, the, the walk on by lady. You know what I'm talking about. The walk yeah, on by lady. Yeah, Dion Warwick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know he had a group too, though. But I can't, I, I can't think of who it was. But anyway, music just was a total different thing. Like I say, everybody, everybody back back then could sing. Really, everybody could sing. You know, they didn't need a microphone. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because the members of Switch was Bobby DeBarge, yeah, Philip Ingram, Eddie Fluellen, Gregory Williams, Michael McGlory, Akili Nixon, and Michael Norfolk. Yeah, that was it. Okay. So you're right. You're right. You're right. Well, yeah, because they used to be my song. I call your name. We used to play that in Mr. Bell. No yeah, sense. see, <laughs> I, I just see, no, see, I don't know why you like that song, because what? Because what? Because what? Because what? Because you get in trouble and your mama call your name, you know, you know it's always trouble then. <laughs> so, you know, I ain't want nobody calling my name. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying. You know, back then I was a Shalimar fan myself, you know. Shalimar was the group there. Get out of school, go to back and, and go back to the hamburger joint. Yeah. Put put money in the jukebox. Yeah. Yeah, put the money in the jukebox and you hear um for the lover in you the second time around. Those were my two jams oh, right yeah. there. Yeah, I do remember that with Shalomar. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Those you rock, those were the jams. That was that was before Joey Watson left the group and went on her own. Yeah, and Howard Hewitt and um the little guy with yeah. the, the, the the whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do. All right. I remember. <laughs> so as y'all can see, like we said before, today is soapbox. So. Basically, open mic. So, if you want to um, talk about something, like we talking about music right now, because music was good back in the seventies and eighties and some of the nineties, and ah, uh, the music really wasn't bad in the nineties. You know, I think when we hit two thousand, 
and kind of rolled the other way because everybody got hooked on 1999 with Prince, you know. (laughs) That was the album and the concert. Yes, that was. And you know, before before Prince, nobody did it like um, um, Booster Collins and Funkadelic now. That was a concert for you right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the mothership. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. But see, so you, yeah. so you have to remember now, you have to remember back then, you know, during that time period, you had to have a band as well. Because right. Parliament was Parliament was separate from Bootsy and all them, but when they came together, that's when they when became they part of Funkadelic. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and don't forget wow. George Clinton. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. George yeah. was on some serious stuff. <laughs> yeah. You're right George about was it. A... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right about it. But there was a days, man, you can go to a concert and get home safe. Nobody shot you up on the way out the door. I'm just saying. Right, no, you're right. <clears throat> Only, no, you, you're absolutely right. Because all that he did was, you know, for those that that were partaking of the the the, the, the left and right hand cigarettes, you know, or, or a little right, depending on where right, you lived at. For me, right, for right, me, right. it was golden yeah. champagne. You know, I had to have me some golden champagne. So a lot of y'all don't know about that golden champagne with the little bubbles that, in it. Now that was the drink yeah, to have when you was going out. That was nasty. <laughs> like I said, it depends on where y'all were. Huh? Yeah, no, nah, that champagne was nasty. I tried that, and they had a pink champagne too. That that's right. Nasty. Yeah, yeah, they were. It wasn't nothing yeah. more but a glor. It wasn't nothing more than a glorified bottle of beer. <laughs> no, I did not like that. Hey, it tasted better than beer. Yeah, okay. It tasted like mm-hmm. beer to me. But see, you know, I, okay. I, I never, you know, I never was a, a partaker of the, the sippy sip sip sip. Now I did the other thing, that left hand, right hand pass. Yeah, you know, I did that right there. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, as far as that other stuff, I ain't drink like that. I never got into that right there. But praise well, God for the living fun at all. Well. You know, I wish I could say, but I did. (laughs) A lot of it, and I enjoyed it. Oh, did I enjoy it? (laughs) Can't do it now, though. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we did. We did some stuff in the good old, you know. We called them the good old days, but, yeah, we did some stuff in in our younger days, so. And, mm-hmm. and and you know what? And you know what? While we on that, you know, um, mm. because a, a, a lot of times we as adults, you know, in our different professions as parents, as pastors, you know, businessmen, women, you know, professionals or whatever, you know, we we hard on our children, but we don't remember the stuff that we did when we was their age. You know, we try to act so highfalutin, like we've been so perfect all our little lives. You know, and, 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 and never admit, yeah, son, yeah, you know, I did that too. I did that too, you know. But we want to act like none of that stuff ever happened, you know, and then when they bring it up, well, Ma, you you know, you did this and you did that, so what makes it so wrong for me? 
you know. So, you know, just just thinking about that while we were, you know, talking on that subject. You know, and, and you can't do mm-hmm. that. You, you can't. You can't. You should not do that to people, especially our own children. Admit it. You know, hey, I wasn't perfect. This is what I did. But you know, back then when you smoked weed, weed was weed. It didn't have all this stuff in it. You know, I think if you be honest with your children, you know, you you have a better relationship with them. You know, and and then they may not be so mm, so gun ho to go and try some stuff. You know, just as their mm. friends are doing. You know. Let them know the consequences and stuff. It ain't it ain't now these days not like it was then. I know one of my girlfriends. She told me she said she said I'd rather have my daughter drunk at home than drunk in the street. I say, well, you know what? That do make sense because at least you know where she at. You know, I yeah, I'd rather not. I'd rather not have my daughter drunk at all. But I understand what you're there saying. You if she's gonna do it. If 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 you're going if she's going to do it, you know, and and you're not going to be able, you know, to stop her, then yeah, at least you know she's in the safe place. But no, we ain't having that. Yeah, we nah, to do I, you know, that, no. that that sounds just like you know what that sounds just like the bull that that these people are trying to push on you today. How in their head? Somebody, I'd rather have my daughter. No, no. How about you don't drink around me, period? How about you don't? Now, if you're grown, you know, if you're grown, see, I think I think that's, that was the, where, where the, the hang-up was. She didn't say whether the kid was grown. She was just saying, I'd rather have she her was grown with me. She so. wasn't, no, she wasn't, she wasn't, um, she wasn't quite an adult yet. She was 17 and she was going to, um, she was going to her, her um, senior, senior prom. So, oh no! Um, they, oh no! Oh no! Yeah, no, yeah, and, no, this, you, and this no. and this parent had the after party, so to speak, after the prom at her house. And needless to say, there were there were drinks there. Not to, not to even mention, you know, the fact that you know this is underage drinking, but you know that's what she said. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. You know that that that's one of those those liberal type of things, and you just be like, uh, yeah, no, I don't think so, I don't think so. Because if you start it one time, if you lie one time, how 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 can you justify not allowing it again? You well, see my point that. there. No, see, yeah, yeah, I understand what you're saying, Bert, but that you know that that was her point. She she gave her she her. Her children, not just her daughter, but her son and her daughters, you know, because the parents drank, you know. They had their little, you know, set up at the house, their little bar, their beer, you know, and stuff like that. And the children were allowed, well, the teenagers, they were allowed to drink, you know, at home. They they allowed them to do that. After, after one, at the age of 16, this is what she said, is that, you know, I, at least I know where they are. Because, you know, I was like, oh, wow. Okay, that don't make no yeah. sense to me. But okay. You know, so, yeah. And, 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 and needless to say, you know, she wasn't the only, you know, the only parent that felt like that, you know. So right. I was like, uh, we don't do that, you know. <laughs> you ain't doing that. No. No, 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 no. no, no, no. 
you know. No, we, we you, you know you can't. Uh, uh-uh. I, I, I'm sorry, I can't see that. No, no. Because I was, no. I was well into my look. I was well into my what mid thirties, early forties. Before I even thought about drinking around my parents, especially my mom. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. Man, I, I, I can't. That's something I just can't. Ugh. As the kids would say, ugh. So let alone talk about getting a drunk from my parents. No. To me, that's disrespectful. And, and for the parents, you know, I understand what the what they're trying to do with that. But I think that's opening up a whole nother can of a whole lot of other stuff. You know, well, okay. we can drink here, you know. I, you know, maybe you know, and maybe I go in the room and you know hit a couple of lines and come out and chase it with a drink. They won't know. They just ain't got to drink too much. I guess I'm looking at it in the negative fact faction. I know some of you out there saying, "Well, that makes sense. Let them drink in front of me. That way, I can see what they're drinking and how they're acting." I mean, I'm not knocking it. If that's what you want to do, great job. <laughs> you know, great job. But you know, that's just not something. You know, I would, I would do. I'm just gonna say that. That's not something I would do. No, I wouldn't do that no. either. So, what about some of you parents out there? Would y'all, would y'all allow you uh, children to drink in front of you, or did you allow your children to drink in front of you? And if you did, why? I mean, there's no right or wrong answer. I'm saying that. It's just, I'm just curious as to reason why. Was it the same reason that this lady here decided? You know, she felt it'd be better for them to. Drink in front of them instead of being out there in the street drinking. You know, so, hmm. <laughs> Interesting. That's a question for y'all out there. Call me. You let me know what you got. Uh, 347-838-8622. The chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. All right, so y'all talk to me. Let me know what y'all think about that little situation right there. All right. Moving right along, see, I, I love the show. I love the show because we we be doing thing on thing. Um, I was, I was, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm still kind of stuck on that right there. <laughs> uh, I, I'm still kind of stuck on that right there. It just won't leave my brain. But anyway, <laughs> what you stuck on? Uh, the part was it's about to try to be drunk in front of her. You know, your parents. There's no way I would want to be drunk in front of my parents. I'm sorry. I just can't do that. Oh, well, it's you know. a different generation there. It's a different generation oh, exactly. now. Yeah. Because I was like, shoot. I mean, remember night, many nights I came home, you know, when I was living with my parents from being out. And, you know, I was a little um, happy, as I'm going to say. I was a little happy. <laughs> but I'd be dang if I was going to let them see. <laughs> what you laughing at? <laughs> talking about you was a little happy. <laughs> I was. I was a little happy. <laughs> I was well, telling the truth. I was a little happy. Was you huh? still happy the next morning? Was you still happy the next morning though? Yeah, actually okay. I was. Okay. Actually I was. You know what? That's one thing I had. You know, when I was drinking, I never had to worry about was a hangover. I, I mm. never did. You know, I think, uh, let's see, maybe, well, as I got older, that's when, you know, once I joined the military, you know, joined, I got, you know, a little, what you call it, back then, you know. But other than that, growing up, heck no, 
I think it's because of the ingredients that were in the drinks at the time. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> like, I really know what it was. I'm just saying. But anyway. <laughs> oh, Lord. So what else you got for us? You got anything else for us? Ma'am? You know, we totally skipped over uh, Ira Aldridge's uh, Black History Moment. We just started talking. You know, we just wrong. Well, go ahead and tell us about him then. Let me wait a minute. What in the world? Okay. Okay, you done broke the intro. Okay. There you go. Okay. Now. I've been I was going to say, you got in the chat room and, and broke the intro. All right. Yes, he was a this is a little known fact, y'all may not even know. He was a nineteenth century African American actor who became a renowned interpreter of the Shakespearean tragedy on the European stage. Everybody understand what they mean by the European stage? Come on now. No, you know, yes, yes, yes. He was well renowned. He was born in 1807 in New York City, um, and he began acting with the African at the African Grove Theater before he went overseas and made his London debut. Other roles followed in the British provinces, and Aldridge eventually became a renowned thespian in Europe touring countries like Austria and Russia and earning the nickname African Rosicia. He also used his fame to call for an end to slavery. He died in 1867 in 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 Poland. Wow, that's that's different. Poland of all places. Okay, he died in, 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 in Poland. Um he was born uh free. He was a free man and he attended an African free school in the early 1820s. He began his acting career during his teens with African Grove Theater, also known as the African Theater. He felt that America wasn't hospitable, uh, a hospitable place for a black actor, so he decided to leave. He immigrated to England at a, as a fellow actor's valet. I mean, he was his assistant, you know, he wasn't acting. Aldridge was able to find more creative opportunities, albeit with significant challenges. In 1825, Aldridge had a starring role of, uh, of Suriname in the Coburg Theater. His fine performance, however, failed to launch a career for him on the London stage. With the actor facing racist rhetoric in the papers, Aldridge ended up spending years touring the United Kingdom, playing the title role in such Shakespearean works as at Arthur, Macbeth, and Richard III. A well-regarded actor, Aldridge was called the African Rosicius, after the legendary Roman actor Quintus Rosicius Gallus. Aldridge returned to London to play Othello in 1833 when he was only 26 years old, taking over the role for famed actor Edmund King, who had recently passed away. Returning to the regional theater, Aldridge continued to perform Shakespeare's work. Some of his performances included samplings from several plays, and he was known for portraying white characters. Now, 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 that's a milestone right there. 
a black man in the 1800s, the early 1800s, portraying white characters. Now, you know, the reverse was always, was always done. You know, we saw it in, in, in every Western. You know, if they needed an Indian, guess what? A white man played it. They needed, they had white men with black face. You know, but very seldom do we hear, especially on the European stage, a black man playing, portraying white characters. That in itself is phenomenal. So in 1852, Aldridge went on his European tour where he earned great acclaim for his performances. Five years after that, Aldridge took the stage of St. Petersburg, that's Russia, y'all, not Florida, St. Petersburg, Russia, in a series of well-received shows. He spent time in England launching his last major tour of the United Kingdom in 1859. He continued to act until the end of his life, earning a number of honors as Switzerland's White Cross. He also staunchly spoke out against slavery, contributing financially to abolitionist causes and incorporating songs of freedom into his performance. Ira Aldridge died on August 7, 1867, in Lot, Poland, while he was touring. He had been married twice and left behind several children, including Lorena Aldridge, who later became an opera singer of some renown. In 2011, a two-volume work, and in 2012, the play Red Velvet, debuted on the London stage, focusing on part of Aldridge's career. The acclaimed production, which made its way to New York, was written by Lolita, I can't even say her last name, and I'm not going to say, and starred her husband, actor Adrian Lester. So even after his death, he is still being proclaimed in an acting, comprehensive acting biography as late as 2011. That was Ira Aldridge, a renowned Shakespearean actor who played white characters, y'all, on the European stage. How amazing is that? Look him up. Quite interesting. Hmm. Quite. Thank you. That was quite interesting to say the least. You know, because you, you're absolutely right. You know, when you have, you know, black, black actors actually portraying white folk. Oh, but yeah. then again, you know, well, then again, you know, uh, well, that's before Herbert Hoover, too. So, you know, a lot of before, before Herbert Hoover. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and this was Yeah, and, and Ira Aldridge wasn't wasn't a fair skinned man. It wasn't he wasn't a man that was gonna gonna pass. You know, he was dark. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Dark. I got you, I got you. He was dark. Yeah. So that 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 said yeah. even a whole lot more. Exactly. That said a whole exactly. lot more. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, ma'am. I appreciate it. All right, look like we got somebody with their hand up, so let me see here. Bring them in. Oh, yeah, let's see. Erico. Yeah, Erico254, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hello. Okay, maybe that was a mistake there. All right. Stay we'll come back later. Huh? I, well, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Or maybe working. I don't know. 
But anyway, hey, y'all, today is Soap Box Monday, so if you got something you want to talk about, today is your day, now is your time, 347-838-8622. Um, it don't matter to me. We got plenty of time here. All right, so, you know, I, 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 I don't know. P, have you ever listened to this guy named Jesse Peterson? He comes on a a guy named Jesse Peterson. Uh -uh, He has a show on on one one of the networks, Newsmax Networks or something like that. And I think he Uh does a YouTube show. You know, and I I try to listen to everybody, give everybody the benefit of the doubt. You know, and and really, you know, see where they're coming from, right? That's not that's not that one person you you was you was telling me about last week I think it was or so. Probably, probably. But man, he said something. Yeah, he said something that was really. Oh yeah. Cuckoo for coke. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was that that, yeah. that person. <laughs> I was saying yeah. something else. That person. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, he, you know, I was watching his show. You know, cause like I tell everybody, it don't hurt to watch everybody, you know, the shows, you know, because you, you may learn something from them as well. Guest 762, welcome to the chat room. Glad you can make it. Um, but, you know, I, I was, I was um, listening to him this morning, and he said something, because every time somebody called into his show, he said, hello, well, he said whatever, his open mind, he um, happy White History Day. No, welcome to White History Month. And I'm like, huh? So, anyway, he kept going on. And the guy said that there would be no history if it wasn't for white people. And white history is being degraded because of the celebrations of black history, Hispanic, you know, heritage, and uh, you know, all the other type of, uh, of celebration that's going on now. But he has said that there would be none, and it is now degrading white history. And I, and, and I tried, I, I really stopped for a moment and tried to understand what he was trying to say, because I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. But I thought about what he said, and, and, and I come to this conclusion. You know, y'all can correct me if you want, but this is the conclusion I came to. Without people of color and the people they brought over here, there wouldn't be any history. You know? You're right. Because everybody, everybody would have been to die off, number one. You know, along with they, them, they brought a whole bunch of disease and things like that. But but for this guy to sit up there and, and say that, you know, I, I just had to, my mouth was open for a while. I think two or three flies probably could have flown into it. But it was crazy. You know, there would be no history if it wasn't for white people. And, and and white history is being degraded and, and forgotten about, you know, and, and, yeah, he said degraded, being forgotten about, and not being told. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't know where you live at or what school you went to, but that's all we were taught about is white history. You understand what I'm saying? So now, right. why is the problem? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, what are your thoughts on that? And does he have a point anywhere in there? 
Uh, I see you acting the wrong wrong. You are acting the wrong oh. wrong. You know. You oh, know. I'm acting the right way. No, he 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 he. No, he ain't got no point. What are you talking about? I mean, okay. Let me look at it. Let me back up. Let me reverse. Let me put it and try to look at it objectively. Is he saying now? Is he saying now because you know they held the institutions that wrote the books that published the books? So other than that. You know, it wouldn't be any history, or, or is it that you know because of them, we they're the only reason anybody or anyone has a history, which doesn't doesn't make make it make it true, nonetheless. Because before that, there was always an oral history. Mm. You know, so until somebody finally took the time to 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 write it down, so even that is not true. I don't get where I, I, I'm, I'm. I guess I'm not understanding the 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 statement as a whole because it it does not to me, you know, make any sense. Mm-hmm. Period. You know, other than the fact that. If the laws were enacted, were not enacted in in this country for a Black History Month or a Black History Day or you know what have you, yeah, because you know they would have had to enact the laws. But that doesn't negate that these people, you know, African Americans, Native Americans, you know, Polish Americans, whoever, you know, Latin the Latin population, we still have a history. We can't. Mm-hmm. We don't get the. We don't get the credit for. You don't get the credit for our history. What is that? Are the writing of our history? Did you forget? Uh-huh. The, did you forget the, the Egyptian hieroglyphs on the wall where they wrote down their anthologies? You know. So no, that's that's that's. For lack of a better word, that's a totally asinine statement. Hmm. You know, that's what I thought. It, it really was. That's that, that's exactly what I thought right there. You know, and, and, and you think about it. You know, <laughs> I, 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 I'm laughing, but, you know, it's bad right now. Because I, I just thought about it. I'm like, you know what? Um, they beat, they beat. Our history out of us, so we could accept what they they say their history was, so we could accept their history, right? Let's go to put it out there. That's true, right? Right, right. There you so, go. They whitewash. Yeah. They they whitewash the book, so to speak. Hmm. Uh huh. Huh. You know, and, and, and that's that's what I'm talking about, right? Now. See, that's that's. Uh, and when he said it, but he said it, and then he had a caller call in, and the caller didn't call in to talk about that. But he continues tried to, he continuously tried to um, get the caller to 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 to, to, to bite or, or get into a, a I'm not going to say an argument. I'm going to say a very heated debate about, you know, does he do he celebrate White History Day? White History Day. You know, White History Day has been every day from the time you go to school. From you know, you 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 are in the White History. 
Because that's all they've been teaching. You know. And, um, yeah, y'all, this guy is black that I'm talking about for those that want to know. Jesse Lee Peterson. You know, he's, I, I, I would say he's, huh? And he what? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, I just looked him up. You know, and you didn't tell me he was supposed to be a reverend. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was trying to leave that out of there. But we got somebody with their head up. So while you go on and finish reading up on the reverend, I left that part out. Uh, we listen to what the caller got to say. Okay, area code 506, welcome to the show. Who do I have here and what you got for me? Hello? Are you there? Yeah, somebody, somebody, somebody. It's a, you know, it's a, it's, it's, it's the summer, huh? Yeah, and the phone messed up, so I understand nothing they said. Yeah, it was a clip they were playing. That's what it was. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Uh, yeah, but it's okay. Five oh six. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, and it's interesting because, you know, on his show, when it, when it comes on, it has activists, and it did have pastor slash reverend on it. No, it actually had pastor on there. Because that's where I look like, pastor? What you pastor? Craziness? You know, and some other things. And, I mean, he, he has YouTube videos out there you know, where he's going around asking people questions. And, of course, like everyone else, he's, he's leading, you know, asking leading questions to, to have to, to try and force Whoever the, the interviewee um, to answer in a certain way, but also when when he does that, it kind of proves how naive the, the general public is when it comes to a situation in like history, politics, even you know religion. You know, especially our our, our younger generation, because they don't really don't know. You ask them a question, and some of the responses are just scary. It really is. And why am I saying all this? Because, I mean, we got need to educate a little bit better, people. We have to educate a little bit better. If we educate a little bit better, then I think we have a better – what in the world? Oh, Lord. All right, let's try this again. All right, uh, 506, what you got for me? What am I talking about? <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. You know how much time they put in to try to just to make this say this over and over again? They just looped it and just going to say the same thing over and over again. Well, thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. All right. <laughs> Somebody say, shut up, fathead. Okay. I'm not even going to. I'm not even gonna get into that. <laughs> that was funny though. That really was. <laughs> Anything that make you laugh, right? All right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So let's let's talk about. See, I figured that would happen once they got finished playing, they would leave because they have nothing better to do at their time. But thank you for adding to you know my, my numbers. Anyway. <laughs> um. Let's talk about that man up there in that office for a moment, 45. Um, 
But before I do, hey, y'all, today is so Box Monday, basically an open mic. So if there's something you want to talk about, let me know, 347-838-8622. We got a whole lot of time and a whole lot of things to talk about. But anyway, hey, check this out. That man, 45, y'all know, y'all call him president. Yeah, the one, the orange man. Y'all know who I'm talking about, right? Okay, as long as we got that under control. Check this out, though. You know, once again, this guy has shown what a, what a, a, a oh, man, racist, bigoted, unstable individual that he is. That's because I can't think of any more words right now. Y'all know my co-host is Wordsmith. I, I have to try to keep it real. Because over the weekend, over the weekend, man, well, actually, last night, they say around midnight. Once again, who, where is it these people that need to be controlling his Twitter? Because nobody apparently controls this man's Twitter. But anyway, the Iran, Iranians, the Iranians, you know, the, 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 the brown people that's Muslims over there, um, there was a tweet basically um, by the Iran state-owned Republican News Agency that um, said basically, if the, if America wants peace, peace with Iran would be the mother of all peace. And if they want war, peace, I mean, war with Iran would be the mother of all wars. Okay, so we've heard that before. We've heard that before. Saddam has said it. Of course, Iran has said it. Iraq has said it. I mean, everybody has said that same little, little spiel right here. So, Instead of just leaving it alone and saying, okay, whatever, Mr. Sensitive himself had to come back at him. And what was his reply? This is what he replied. Never, ever threaten the United States again or you will suffer consequences the likes of which you throughout history have ever suffered before. We are no longer a country that will stand for your demented words of violence and death. Be cautious. And this is what Trump tweeted now. This is what he treated. But hold up, wait a minute. How many wars is this country in right now? Two, three? Two, three, right? That's how many of the United States in. Two, three? And here's the second question. Are we winning any of those wars? Heck no, we're not winning any of those, war, those wars. None whatsoever. So stop threatening people, man. Stop it. But then again, y'all know what this is, right? This is another distraction. Just like his, his tweet, tweeting about uh, the Mueller investigation. All right, Pete, you need to do something with that. I'm too close to stop my getting feedback. All right. You listen to this guy, and now he wants to take Mueller once again, yelling about, well, you know, it's. Um, you know, it's a witch hunt. Yeah. It's it's a witch hunt. No, it's not a witch hunt. It's another distraction to keep people away from realizing that you went over to Russia, who just happened to be another white male, quote unquote, you know, Russian, and you got on your knees and, 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 and did what you had to do. But, but, when it comes to somebody of brown skin color or of a different religion than what you think is, is normal, you want to issue threats. You know, you just like you did with uh, the little man over in, in North Korea. 
Now, if you want to impress somebody, dude, stand up and tell Putin that. Tell Russia that. Tell them that. Tell them mobsters that you're involved with that. Tell them all that. And then maybe you can get some respect from somebody. Because right now you don't have any respect. And for you idiots out there to keep yelling, well, you know, the United States, no, the United States ain't got no, no, these people, foreigners don't have any respect anymore. Now, I'm not telling you something that I've read. I'm telling you something I have been told from many foreigners. That's right. But then, to really top it off, the biggest, biggest, biggest God dang old distraction is he's back to messing with the NFL. You know, now he's trying to tell them how to suspend players that don't kneel for the national anthem. You notice how we coming all the way back to that now. We're all the way back to the national anthem that he helped change the narrative of. Yeah, he did. No, of course, of course, this is somebody who's never served. You know, and found all kind of reasons not to serve, not even in the National Guard, not even the Coast Guard. I mean, you could have been in the Coast Guard at least, man. You know, but he wasn't even in the Coast Guard. Now, here's, here's, here's where I'm bringing this all up. The NFL player-wise is 70% black, okay? They only got like 6% black uh, black coaches. Okay. All right. But if you stop and take a look at, at, at what is going on, it's, it, it shows itself in, in, in beat, what they call the technicolor. Technicolor. He's only attacking individuals or, or places that have people of color. He's not bothering with anybody else. He's not being rough on her, you know, making snide comments about anybody else. Now, somebody say, yeah, yeah, he talk about his buddies. Yeah, that's because they done pissed him off. But just to go out and attack, he has no business dealing with anything that the NFL is doing right now. That's not his department. That's not his lane. That's not. That's not his lane at all. Now, what is his lane? His lane is when he was over there talking to Putin. That's his lane. That's when he should have, quote, unquote, impressed his base. That's when he should have done. That's what he should have did. But he'd rather get back here and, and tweet at 12 and 11 o'clock at night. Because the opportunity was there. He went over to NATO. He went over to the NATO meeting. He tried to bully them folks. But why aren't you bullying Putin? Why aren't you? Hey, the two countries are fighting, are fighting in Syria, you know, against each other. But they're supposed to be fighting. Isn't that crazy? You got two the biggest countries there is in the same area fighting each other, but they're supposed to be fighting the same enemy also. How does that work? Doesn't that just confuse the heck out of you? Because it confuses me. You know, it, it, it really does. But refining design, I see you. Welcome to the show. Um you know, it, it is just crazy. But if you look at the, the, all the countries that he's banned, which is Muslim, Muslim countries, you know, which is religion, 
And then the ones he has a real, real problem with that he loves attacking, there's a, there's a pattern there, y'all. There's a pattern. You know, and, and, and it, it's not that I'm, I, I'm one of those individuals that look for, you know, racism and all that, because I could care less. I could care less. But when there's a pattern such like this, you just shake your head. You shake your head. And then you go back and think about that meeting he had, that so-called meeting he had with Putin, the private one that nobody knows what was actually said. It, it kind of makes you look kind of shake your head a little bit like what's really going on. Then to come back and say, well, he said there was no meddling in the election. Oh, my bad, there wasn't. But then gets back over here, and after probably being uh, prompted and, and told he, he must make this statement saying that I believe our intelligence, the intelligence that the United States have gathered, then he can stand up there and says it. But who believes it now? Who believes him? Why would we believe him? Anything he says anymore has shown himself to be a habitual a, a, a fabricator and an imitator of the truth. Alternative facts are constantly being spread throughout from his administration. So why would you believe that? Why would you believe anything he says? He's quick to threaten the little, the smaller countries that he feels are, are beneath him. And that's what it is. He feels they are beneath him. He better leave those folk alone. See, here's, here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. You know, the United States has always been the bully of the world. Always been the bully of the world. We, we you know, to bully everybody. It, uh, it doesn't matter. Bully their own people. Bully the people here in this country. Until the bully gets over there on foreign soil and realize they're not the bully anymore. They're the ones being bullied. Now, I know y'all looking like, what is he talking about? Because we always jumping in this, you know, you jump, this country is always jumping this stuff or creating issues out of nothing that's really not there. Now, why is he messing with Iran? Why is he messing with them? Oh, because President Obama, he did a deal with Iran on the nuclear deal, and it wasn't fair, and he gave them so much money. Hmm. So now we have to rectify that. Hmm. Really? How are you going to rectify that? Oh, I know how we're going to do it. We're going to overthrow that country. Oh, wait a minute. We tried that before. Not once, not twice, but a whole lot of times. How'd that work out? Hmm. I don't know, y'all. But something, you know, it's just not right. Gosh darn it. Yeah. Okay, I got to call her. I guess somebody tired of listening to me talk. All right, Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? What you got for me? Should be clear to most people by now that everything would have been better off if Hillary got elected. That this guy is completely <laughs> irrational and has knee-jerk reactions. And this, and this triple flip-flop he's doing on Russia 
I mean, I wonder who's in his ear. Um, Good question. Well, and we have learned about the regime change by going into Iraq. Iran's a larger hmm. country that probably has a better military. Um, mm-hmm. Well, you know, the same things will happen. The same things will happen. Right. You'll, you'll, you might overthrow the country, and then you'll... <laughs> Iran was a secular country. I mean, Iraq was a secular country for the most part. They're Muslims, but they're not like the people in Iran have been turned up for the past 30 years. It's right. a different story. Plus, mm-hmm. uh, one last thing, the money that was released to the Iranians was their own money that's been frozen for all these years. Ah! See, I was going to say that, but I'm glad you brought that out. But see, that's Iran's not a very, very rich country that was mm-hmm. in partnership with the United States. Do you know that there's a, there's a flood? They say one out of three, or excuse me, yeah, one out of three of every $100 bill overseas is counterfeit. Do you know that the United States gave the printing presses to make money that would they when they were in good terms with the Shah that they gave Iran old printing presses for them to print money and that and now they make hundred dollar bills with it in twenties but hundreds? Mm-hmm. Yes. I know about the printing machines, yes. They say overseas people know it'll be a bad bill. But they just keep it moving. Just mix them up with the rest and just keep it going. <laughs> keep it going? Yeah. At any rate, that's all I wanted to add. Well, thank you, sir. You know what, Beasley? Though? See, that's why I love it, because you bring them facts in, and it's like, okay. You know, just make people know that, you know, it's not something that's just being made up or, you know, it, it, it's true. It is true. Right. And people don't realize, people don't realize that when, when another country, especially like the United States of America, puts sanctions on you, that's one of the first things they do is they lock up your, your assets. You know, any money you got in this country, they they locking it down. You know? And, not, not just and, this country, but all, but, but you know. England, France, all the all the connected mm-hmm. first world countries, right. South Africa, right, right. <laughs> yeah. probably Switzerland as well. The sanctions are they're, they're they're real. That's why those countries want those sanctions off of them. It lowers the quality of life in those countries. Mm-hmm. And you know he should have given this Iranian deal a chance. I agree. I agree. He doesn't well, know what the hell he's doing. And you want you know what I'm afraid of? What's While that? he's occupied what he's occupied with, whatever he decides to focus on, it looks like he's trying to focus a lot on uh international stuff, which he's not qualified. This guy's not he doesn't have any smooth or any diplomat about him, right? The little Napoleon. Is that the people that work in the financial industries are setting us up for another collapse again. Yeah, I can believe that. I can believe that. Right. He's not paying attention. That's what Bush did. He was too consumed with the war. Trump was concerned with I mean, his his campaign manager's in jail right now on a Nobel on a Nobel 
with no bail, who had a bail, who kept meddling with witnesses. These people don't understand politics. They understand business. Business is better to be in. You can get away with a whole lot more. The, the, it's a different ethic code. Now with him, it's not a. It's, it's no business. Uh, it's no business ethic code with him. I mean, you looking at a, a, a businessman who went bankrupt, didn't pay his employees, and started another business and made millions of dollars and left the people hanging. I mean, come on, man. You talking that's about business. That 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 that's part. That's business. I, I can't knock him for that that much, except for saying that he's that he acts like everything he touches is gold. And he right. hasn't made mistakes. So, you know, I can't really th- – that happens in business, but to misrepresent it is a different thing. Yeah, that that exactly. That That's right. the thing. That, that's the thing. And, and, you know, and then to stand by and justify it, that's just ludicrous. But, yeah, like well, that, said, but, like, but like you said, you know, that, that's business, and, and, and that's what the so-called people wanted. And, and now that's, what the, that's what the Russians wanted. Every day I get more and more convinced that he has hundreds and millions of dollars of loans out of the bank in the Crimea that was set up, that was probably set up through so many, so many different shadow corporations and this and that and, and, and anonymous people. And he's got nothing but slick dudes around him. Paul Manafort, that Roger Stone, these dudes, is, these, are, these, are, these are high-end players. You know, huh? these are high-end players that, that are that are you know that are capable of pulling anything off. That are about that money, and I believe one time last year, back in February, when he first got in office, he start, he said, "I don't know what all this stuff's about. There's no collusion. There's no loans." I was like, "Loans? No one said anything about loans." I believe that he's borrowed hundreds of millions of dollars and that they owe him. He owes them that were approved by the Kremlin. And I think, I think Mueller knows that he just, it's just hard to put the pieces of the puzzle together. I think he just granted five people around Manafort immunity today. Wow. And Manafort goes to trial next week. These people are slick. These are, these are, Super sophisticated, high-end businessmen that are sophisticated money launderers, amongst other well, things. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know there there was a, you know an article on that from um, Adam Schiff, you know, and it went back, you know, over his tax returns, over when he first got Trump towers, over all the Russian mafia, so to speak, the alleged Russian mafia, who were buying. Um, rooms in the Trump Hotel. Not you know, surprised. You know, and, and, and who had investment in Trump Hotel early on. Early on. You know, so, and when there was an indictment that came down from those, you know, he had to, you know, turn over, I think it was six or eight rooms. You know. And so he blocked that. He blocked that whole investigation and shift. And she said that, that they were not, uh, you know, permitted to look into one of the allegations that was the most serious, and that you know that it was the Russian Russians laundering money through the Trump organization. 
the Republicans wouldn't even wouldn't even let them go near that. That's why they have an independent council. Exactly, exactly. You know, and he was hoping that Mueller was gonna, you know, was gonna gonna look into it again because he was saying then if that's the leverage that the Russians are using to keep them under his thumb, then it definitely needs to be <laughs> it needs to be looked into. Man, he's got. They've got pictures. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if they had pictures with him doing all kind of fancy things with Russian prostitutes over there. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're probably right too. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, and let's not forget. Let's not forget. Um, uh, um, his attorney that that was supposedly paid Stormy Daniels. He said, yep, he recorded the conversation when he talked to him about it. So, Cohen, no, it, that they're trying to get rid of. Cohen, and Cohen's his boy. Yeah. Cohen's his boy. <laughs> yeah. They would all lay. You know what? They got it. He has to find a way. He was using Giuliani for that to let you know that, hey, chill mm-hmm. out. We're going we gonna to pardon y'all. But, <laughs> but, you know, yeah. people get unsure when you got those prosecutors breathing around your neck. I think that case was about not Stormy Daniels, the 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 brunette Playboy bunny that had an affair with him. She said, "I knew it was wrong." Yeah, that, that that was that one. That was another payoff. She admitted to it. Yes, she it she was. Knew. Yeah, if I if I remember right, I can't. Yeah. I don't well, pay that much attention to this stuff. But when I watch it, what else happened? Uh, this is kind of related. Stormy Daniels' husband is is divorcing her for cheating. You married a porn star. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, you know sometimes you have to look at those those headlines like that and just start laughing. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. You know that's I mean, that's if I, yeah. I mean, if, if I were to marry a porn, I mean, if I were to marry a porn star, you know, I would expect you know, I'm taking all that into consideration. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, considering. You know, that's like the the, the soldiers marry the drinking girls out of Korea and stuff like that and bring them home. You know, it, it, it's the same thing. But hold on, I got another caller want to come in. Um, Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Oh, this is Miss Lady. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, Miss Lady. How are you? Um, good. There's a lot going on, huh? Yeah, there is. Oh, always. Are going always. on. Where there, there's something that I've recently read about is that um, there's some new rules going to be taking into effect regarding uh, uh, anonymous donors that um, you know groups that give money uh, to put through their um, agenda to. You know, the politicians. So, previously, if you, if a group like the NRA or AARP or whoever gave um, more than five thousand dollars, they had to report that to the IRS. Now, that wasn't revealed publicly, but at least if there was some issue about where did this money come from, they could have you know do an investigation. But now the Republicans um, are pushing to have that 
rule negated so that the donors will be remain anonymous, which means that a lot of dark money um, that can be contributed to influence, you know, um, the politicians. They'll have a lot of influence. So if you have someone begging hundreds of thousands of dollars or even a million dollars or more, um, they'll they'll know who they'll they'll know who you know first that the group that's donating the money they will uh, not have to declare that to the IRS. So it's just going to get really bad because you can have foreign nationals uh, giving money anonymously, and they can have a big influence on what happens in the country. Oh, man, he's uh, mm-hmm. doing well, we're talking about order. This is absolutely the new world order. This she driving to Yeah. Yep. And, well, Miss Lady, you know, the interesting part about that is uh, you're absolutely right because I read that article. There was an article written about that a couple of, um, ooh, about, yeah, about the beginning of this year. About how they changed the rules as far as the political um, contribution, um, you know. And, and here's here's the thing about that: they change, they're changing it, and they, they're saying, "Well, yeah, we're gonna keep a, a better tab on who's co- you know contributing to who." But like always, as long as they're able to co- make shell companies and come, you know, hide, you know, slide it in this way. Or go through the back door. You never know who's going to be really, really uh, contributing to who campaign. Um, usually, usually when you see uh, something come out about somebody that gave so much, it, it's meant for you to know that. But the real dealers and stuff behind it, you never really know. The IRS don't doesn't have the, the the capability of keeping up with all that. Now, for me and you. Yeah, they can keep up with what we get all the time, but as far as those big dealers, no. And, and, as um, people talking about earlier about Trump, you know, uh, and his business dealings, most of the hotels that he built in New York and a couple of other places were financed by Russians. People don't know that because at that point in time, he didn't have any more money. He was bankrupt, basically. And Russians came in and threw, and not only loaned him money, to, to build the place, he didn't have to put any money up front. They rented out most a lot of the rooms in the you know the the suites and stuff in his hotels. Uh, well, a whole uh, lot of people at TV was going on, but once again, I, I, when they when they went to look to find it, what they found was a lot of dummy dummy corporations, dummy you know names you know that these places were rented under. And all money laundering, uh, prostitution, all kind of stuff was going on up in there. You know, so you know, know it, it sounds good. Me. It sounds good to say, well, we gonna keep track of who donates what, but they, they just make it. They, it's more um, show than anything else. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. It's just show. They're not really trying to keep up with that because it would it would limit the the backdoor deals that they can do and and fill their pockets. Well, I mean, yeah, but if they really want to 
uh, go after someone, you know, having the identities will give them a starting point, you know, and they, even they can reveal their art shell um, groups or whatever. But now there won't even be that in place. I know he put up a big golf resort in Scotland, didn't he? Trump not too long ago. And I think he was yeah. building, I think, or had planned to. Um, but you know what? Um, I, I understand that the IRS now is hiring contractors, too, to work for them. Yeah, they are. Well, that was the plan last year anyway. That was the plan last year. But And that's federal, so I guess we can put in people that are favorable to their position. You know, it all Mm -hmm. all interests Yeah, so, hey. Whatever. (laughs) You know, it is what it is, okay? (laughs) You know, they never did find where Bernie Madoff hid all that money, did they? Did, and he never told, right? Mm. You know Bernie Madoff uh, from uh, New York. I, you know, actually, I, 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 yeah, he's in prison, but I forgot. I forgot all about Bernie Madoff. I don't know if they found all the money. Or not. I mean, he may have spent think it all. They did. It's well hidden. I don't know, you know, what happened to it, but he's the, he's a man in prison and teaching them how to finance and stuff. I think. <laughs> Yeah, I said he's the he's the man that they admire the prisoners. Uh, from what I've last remember reading something about a year ago, he's he's like you know they they like him the prisoners they think he's the dude, and he might be teaching them about finance too. I don't know. Yeah, yeah that 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 is that is a possibility there. That is that is a possibility. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, the world is change. It's 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 um, you know, it's just headed to what what's going what it's going to be. Okay, it's so obvious. <laughs> it, yeah. Now the question is, what is it going to be? You know, I guess that that is the question. Mm. <laughs> But we shall see. We, we definitely shall see. Now, as far as Madoff, though, I, I, I don't know where Madoff kept it, has his money yet. I really don't. Um, I don't even know what happened to his wife. I don't uh, even she, know what she was, she was or what. She was, no, no. That she um was allowed, she had to sell everything. She was allowed to keep <coughs> a small amount. And she moved to uh, a town, I think it's on the East Coast, like maybe in Connecticut or someplace. And uh, mm-hmm. they sh- had a pet about a year ago. They had showed her, I think, um, going to the shopping market. She's living like a middle-class lifestyle now. I know one of his mm-hmm. sons committed suicide, um, mm-hmm. which is really um, because he was married with children. So, but she didn't get a whole lot of money. I think she might, you know, she's living on a limited income. I mean, she's not panhandling, but she's living rather a middle-class lifestyle. 
to her. Because she really didn't have anything to do with it. She didn't have anything to do with what he did. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you, Miss Lady. I do appreciate that. Now you can give me something to okay. look up to check on. All right. Okay. Put you back in that queue. All right. Hmm. Where you at, Keith? Talk yes. to me. What do you think? She is, you got some um, good stuff up. Now, Bernie Madoff's wife is, is um, I was getting ready to ask her, Miss Lady. Um, she is living in British, uh, old British Connecticut now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, she, you know, she just, it says that, um, that most, you know, most people just leave her alone. Nobody bothers her. So she's, it's like she's living in exile. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. I guess the, I guess the question is, do they do they know who she is? I guess yeah, they would, huh? Yes. Well, who wouldn't? I mean, your face been plastered all over the place. You know, <laughs> she definitely could. She definitely could not have stayed in Boca Raton where they were living. You know, and and expect to be you know left alone. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. and and one of the local um, bagel the bagel shops there says that you know she never uh, she never comes in here because um, these people are part of her old life, and they're the ones that lost money in Bernie's. So, um, so you know that that's that's a lot to have to deal with. You know, all the people that you know invested in your husband's company and they don't lost millions. Hmm. Yeah, so that would then be you got to go back and look at the people, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, according to this article, she kind of, you know, living as a as a recluse, you know. Um, mm. He doesn't even go to the um, boutique anymore. He says, unfortunately, many of the clients at the Pierre, Pierre Michael Saloon were victims of Bernie Madoff. <laughs> salon, I'm sorry, <laughs> the salon. You know, while those mm-hmm. at the salon are forgiving people and do not wish more hardship on Ruth Madoff, they have to put their clients first. So, mm-hmm. you know, okay. so, so instead of the $400 that you used to pay to color her hair, Pierre Michael, she now pays between 175 and 200 for highlight in Old Greenwich which is where she is now. So she definitely could not have stayed in uh, Boca Raton. You know, and another um, lady um, who had a, uh, I guess, a charity or something, um, she said she was a Holocaust survivor and Nobel laureate, Eli uh, uh, Eli Weasel, uh, who died last mm-hmm. year, called Bernie, um, called Bernie a scoundrel and said his charity. Oh, Eli Wessel. Yes, yes, yes. I remember that book. Yes. His charity lost $15.2 million to Madoff, and his own life savings were wiped out. So, yeah, you know, it, it's a lot, you know, you know, for these people to 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 face up to, especially to their own people, because, as you know, these were Jewish people. Madoff and his wife, they were Jewish, too, and these people who lost stuff were Jewish as well. Okay. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's a lot. 
kind of look up. So I guess she would have to yeah. kind of live like a recluse, and as they say, in, in exile in 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 Greenwich. Mhm. Hmm. Guess you would. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. <sighs> um. You know, I was I was looking at something. And it's interesting because this lady was talking about campaign contributions. And I found this all say following the Supreme Court's 2014 decision in McCutcheon versus FEC, there is no longer an aggregate limit on how much an individual can give in total to all candidates, PACs, and parties, party committees combined. That's an interesting thing right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, just think about it. There's no limit whatsoever that you can give to anybody. Wow, that 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 is scary. But of course, you know that it had to be done that way. Yeah. Uh, mhm. That way, you don't have to answer for who's giving you money. Because if I'm not mistaken, uh, uh, forty-five has already has millions of dollars as, as um in his campaign fund already. Already. <laughs> already. I remember reading that. And you're like, really? Yeah, that's a that's a whole lot. But that lets you know if you want to give your money to somebody, you give your money to somebody. You know, I don't know whether it's um tax deductible, <laughs> depending on how much you give. I guess would that count on your taxes? It depends on how much you do. Like like you said, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't count on our tax. I guess it could be as a charitable uh, contribution or no, but it, it definitely depends on how much you give because I know um, there's only so much that you can claim of, of, of your income for for charity after that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to stay under the Sure. Mm. And who controls, who controls those type of laws? Congress, right? Yes, because you know that's earth. You know that's earth. So you know they set the laws in place. (laughs) (laughs) Of course they do. You know why, don't you? (laughs) They have to clean. They have to. They have to get those pockets done themselves. Good lord. Yes. 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 They make make plenty of money. Mm. Yeah, Yeah, I'm gonna go back to Trump. Go ahead. Before I go back to um, this cat here, you know, because I was thinking, you know, as I say, he keeps bothering the NFL. Why is he bothering the NFL? And then it hits me, because a lot of y'all don't know this. Back in the day, there was another football league called the USFL, and Trump was the owner of the New Jersey Generals. Okay, he had Herschel Walker on his team. You know, that was a big deal back then. Some of y'all don't realize that. But anyway, so the league slash Trump decided to sue the NFL in court, antitrust and all that, said they had monopoly. Well, what happened was, actually, Trump won the case. Now, hear me now. He won the case. But the only problem was, he was only, (laughs) the league, the USFL altogether, was only awarded $1. I think it was $1. Yeah, $1. And the league had to fold. You know, and it's amazing because 
45 has shown a tendency. Oh, no. Oh, 45 has shown the tendency to, um, <laughs> he has shown the tendency to hold, hold, um, uh, gripes, things of that nature. Oh, man. P, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. All right, my screen went blank. That's why I was um, but yeah, to hold a grudge, and I think this is why he's going after the NFL so hard. Because you know, remember, he didn't really, you know, he got he basically he was done wrong. But let's be honest, for those that grew up during that time, the NFL was a better product. Okay, it was a better product, and the the, the consumer just wasn't ready for. A spring league, they just weren't, you know. But you know, we 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 have those individuals, and he he holds on to that. So, so be it. But he needs to get out the NFL business. He really does because they suck at it. You know, as Beasley said, you know, why is he? You know, he oh. He's trying to run it as a country. And don't get me wrong, a lot of people have said, well, that's what this country needs, a businessman. Well, how about a real successful businessman, not a bankrupt, vindictive, narcissistic uh, um, 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 businessman, you know? I don't know. Maybe it get better. As you said, what have you got to lose? Now you know what we have to lose. But you know the interesting thing about that? The evangel- evangelicals, did I say that right, P? Evangelical. The, the Bible thumpers. Yeah, the Bible thumpers. They love this guy. They, they are. It, they feel like he is, you know, he's doing a wonderful job. He's done everything. Now I can't get back in. He's done everything right. Now these are the ones. That 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 correct you, you know, say you got to follow the ten, ten commandments, so forth and so on. But now you have a man in office that has been accused of multiple, multiple um, mischief. I ain't gonna say mischievous. Look, he been he been with hoes. Okay, he's cheated on his wife. Um, he's constantly a liar. But they still happy. Over eighty percent of his support is coming from where. Evangelicals, and I find that so strange. That is the weirdest thing to me. How does that happen? You know, how does that happen, P? Well, when you when you got when they when they are perpetuating your agenda, that's how that happens. You know, you're going on the fact that see, you're going on the fact that just because they they're they're evangelical. There are, are a so-called Christian title or, or whatever that you know that's who they're supposed to represent or that's the, the the characteristics that they are supposed to have. But that's just a word. That's just a title. That's just the name of an organization. That is not a lifestyle. That is not who those people are and whatever beliefs they have. You know, if 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 forty five is going to perpetuate that, why not support him? See that that's that's what we we have to realize. We you know those mm-hmm. are just labels. Those are just labels. You have to you have to look beyond the label at the motives behind the label and what it is that they're 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 about. 
You know. Mm-hmm. You can call because wow. you can call your, you can call yourself a Christian all day and not live as one and 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 not you know display those characteristics and be totally opposite because we know today that you know a being a so-called Christian is is, is a lot of reasons why people don't want church. Man, hell, y'all doing the same thing I'm doing here out in the street. So why should I go? So you have to look at at what is their motives, what are what is what is their agenda, you know, and it, and 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 if it's the same as his, why not why not push it? Because now we've got support at the head. I mean, look at the stuff Paula White has said. Come on now, and you know good and well that is not the voice of God speaking through that little lady. Come on now, and with all that rhetoric, then God put him in place, and anybody who disrespects him is disrespecting God. Come on now, lady. If you're wrong, you're wrong. You know. Uh-huh. <laughs> All you right. Know, let me bring this other you know, call in here because no, you and uh-huh. Oh, that's funny. All right, Erico 317, <clears throat> welcome to the show. Who do I have here? What do you have for me? This is Refined and Define. How are you doing, Mr. Talk? I'm doing fine, ma'am. How are you? I'm doing great. Good, good. What you got? I just wanted to make a comment. I just wanted to say I think the reason why um, some of the um, evangelists like Trump is because he recognized Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. Mm. Am I right? Right. What's that could be a part of it, but you know, um, I don't think that's the main reason. You know, and I think that I, they were a little. I read somewhere that they were a little upset when um, separating, you know, the women and the children at the border. I think we lost mm-hmm. some supporters then. But I, I do think that they 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 are really happy with the fact that oh I'm sorry I didn't mean to talk. No, I was saying no. I didn't hear what you had said at first. Hello. Hello. Yeah, oh, what I said okay. about okay. Israel. Uh huh. Um, I just said that yeah. they are they're happy with the fact that he. Um, recognizes Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. Yeah, and that's all I had yeah. to say. I just to put myself back on mute. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, you know, and that may have you may be have a point there because I, I forgot about Israel. I did, you know. And they, 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 I still don't see why they love Israel so much, but yeah. You are absolutely correct. That could have a big, be a part, a big part of it. But I, I uh. P, what were you trying to say? What I, were you I, trying to say? I, was, I was just saying that I could not hear her at first, but she repeated it. I heard her. Mhm. Mm. Okay. You know, because they're 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 um. The other thing was the the dispute about the, his stand on uh, refugees, too. 
with the with the first, you know. Um the the actual proportion of them um um actually uh, went down from fifty nine cent to thirty one percent from a uh, two to one uh, ratio that now opposes the policy but yet and still they support Trump. Mhm. Even even in that, even though the evangelical leadership is said does not, you know, and most of them, you know, I don't know if you knew this that uh, white evangelicals overwhelmingly identify as re- Republicans. Yes, I did know that. Yeah. 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 Mm. Well, I guess we back to the old You're a Republican, I'm a Democrat And it don't matter what you're going to do I'm going to support you one way or another That's what it seems Pretty much, pretty much where much. we are again See, people And, and, and that's, what, that's why I say We need to move away from that We, we really do You know Everybody wants to be I mean Look If If we were really to get together and say, I'm neither Republican nor Democrat or Libertarian, just be human and use your own mind to decide things about who you're going to give your vote to, who you're going to support, so forth and so on. I really do believe that we would have a better, we would have a better system. We really would. You know, I, I go through my Facebook feed a whole lot, and some of the stuff I see, you know, the, the Republicans did this, or the, the Democrats did this, you know, whether it's bad or good. And then, of course, you know, you have one of, well, when Obama was the president, then all these things he did wrong. You know, when while Trump is the president, then you know, been about going on, what, a year and a half, two years. You know, these are the things he's did good. And I'm looking like, are, you, are, are people really that brainwashed? You know, I can take and go to go to PowerPoint and, and, and mash some stuff together and place it out there and, and just see how far it will run, how many people will actually believe it. You know, and, and that is what I, I'm constantly trying to say. Let's get away from that, y'all. It's easy. You know, we can't be so easily led by, don't be so easily led by the nose. Because honestly, if somebody sent me something on, 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 on my Facebook page, on my social media site, and it looks suspicious, I go and do the research behind it. I go and find out whether it's true or not. Then I come back and say, hey, this is not true. Because most people don't do that. They have, I'm not going to say they don't have the, the, the fortitude not to do it, but they just do not do it. They'd rather take what they see and just be happy with that. Well, I'm here to tell y'all, let's stop that, people. Let's stop that. You know, if you see something on there, just look at it and you can research it. Or if you know it just don't sound right, as they like to say, you know, sometimes it's just too good to be true. Yeah, don't don't fall for it then. Cause it just don't sound right. <laughs> it don't sound right. All right, we got nine minutes left. So if there's nothing else, nobody else want to get off the, the, the chest today. We're going to get on out of here a little early. Uh, 
I want to thank everybody for participating. It's been fun. It really has. Uh, let's see. I know you got something for me. So give me, give me um, one of your great poems. Your uh, inspirational uh, saying. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. Uh, oh, Lord. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if you don't, you don't. It's all good in the neighborhood. All right. So, uh, well, since you ain't got no answer, give us some last words then. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's do it that way. Yeah. Uh, uh, let me see. I don't have any really profound saying stuff, you know, like you were saying, you know, do the research and look and see and research for yourself. Don't take everything at face value because everything is, is, is not, you know, what it seems, you know, I mean, and, 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 and let me just say this, let me, let me, let me say this, you know, people how, and I know, you know, most people can relate to this, especially women, you know, not putting y'all out there, but I know, you know, how, how we can be sometimes, you know, when you're in a relationship, and you think that person is, is, is not being faithful to you or you think that person is cheating, you do whatever you possibly, you do the research, you follow them, you run through their phones, their Facebook accounts, you do all of that to find out the information that 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 you want to know, to find out the truth of the matter. When we should be the same way when it when it when it comes to things that people tell us, tweet us. Facebook us, Messenger us, you know, we need to say, have have that same aptitude, you know, intestinal fortitude to do the research and find out if it's true before we send it to the next 15 people. Instead of, you know, keep propagating the rumor mill. Because in essence, that's what we do. That's what we do when we don't do the research and we send it on. And then maybe, you know, 10 years down the road, and I've seen this, and I know most of you have too, and Messenger will get something that went around, you know, last year, and here it is back again. You know, somebody then reopened the, the reopened the lie to pass it around. And then we, and now this went around last year, remember? You know, let's be that way, you know, when, when it comes to these things. So we are not deceived. You know, Miss Lady mentioned the, the New World Order. You know, and, and she was right. You know, these things are coming closer and closer. You know, we didn't talk about it, but we talked about it last week, I think, or, or the week before that, about people being microchipped. Open up your eyes. People understand the plan. Understand what is really going on around you so that you can better protect yourself and your family and not get caught up in the rhetoric. Not get caught up in the false flags and the false truths because this is what everybody is saying. Well, guess what? Sometimes everybody is wrong. Hmm. You can be that. You can be that one voice of what's right. Do the research. Do the research. No. Hey, that's all I got to say on that. All right. You know what? There's no more to say after that. Just do the research. <laughs> And that's all you can say with that, and, and let it let it go. Take square it may. You know, like we always say though, if you want to find out stuff, if you start digging deep enough, they start talking. The, the things start talking about money, and once you start talking talk about money, you're on the right track. Then you can guarantee that one. You're on the right track. 
Because everything has a money trail, believe it or not. The question is, <laughs> how far are you willing to go to find it, find out the truth? No, we don't do the, the Jack Nicholson thing anymore. You can't handle the truth. Because you can if you really want to find it. All right, so we're going to get out of here. It's been fun. We'll be back Monday, I mean Friday. Yeah, Friday, right? Of course. Yeah, so. Uh, for me and Pete Ross, remember, no appreciation to give open heart, but make sure you give yourself first. Things that they learn about yourself, everything else is just crazy. All right. 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Central, Friday, man. We see y'all. Y'all have a great week. We out of here. Bye.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.